we've been talking about journey to the top. Journey to the top in life. Journey to the top in business. Journey to the top in marriage. That is top in everything we do. And it is my prayers that you that you can hear me this morning, you will get to the top. Amen. I said you will get to the top. Amen. So for you to get to the top, you must of necessity start well. The race of life is not won at about the time you want to finish the race. If you must win, particularly a marathon race, you must start to win. Now, in the in the relating of a country, you will find out that the fastest runner, they are either the first and the last. Why? It is always better to start the race well. You gap the competitor. It is all also better to finish well. You will finish well. Yeah. Psalm 11, verse 3. Let's read together. One, two, go. Amen. And I read it in the in the Passion Testament. What can the righteous accomplish when truth pillar are destroyed and law and other other collapse? So the problem with most lives, including mine, including yours. It's actually the foundation. The way we started. The problems that most businesses have are actually foundation problems. How they started, when they started, where they started. Foundation problems. The major obstacles with most businesses why they are finding it difficult to move beyond certain level is the foundation. Why? Faulty foundation will not necessarily stop subsequent developments. Particularly in the process of erecting a business, I mean a building, for example. The foundation may be faulty. Maybe the quantity of granite or gravel. The art to feel the foundation with. They play games on it. It might be faulty. They might not get the accurate measures well. But then that will not stop subsequent developments. But you will discover that this will become glaring. As a matter of fact, a faulty foundation might not necessarily stop the completion of a building project. 
foundation is faulty. But the building is completed. By the time the building is eventually completed and you look at it, it will become wobble. <laughs> it is not the process. It is what, what determines the wobbleness. It's the foundation. The Bible says, Mommy, please tell Mrs. Kibira what that means. Somebody shout hallelujah. And when a building with faulty foundation is already completed, in most cases, there is always very little or nothing that a structural engineer can do to correct the error. Most often, what they do is to do what? Demolish. And in the process, all the money, the time, the energy, the efforts, everything wasted. So if a success or if success is ever experienced in a business or a life that is wrongly built from foundation, it will take only God for a correction to be made. Only God. If that be the case, what we all need to do before we get to a position whereby it will become too late is to visit that our foundation. To restart it again. Is to begin to call upon God very early. You know, at your age, you can still fast. If you declare fasting for yourself, from this age, and you say, God, I'm not going to stop fasting until, until I'm 50. You can still achieve it. That will not be your portion. If you now begin to fast at age 70, how long do you think you can fast for God to bring about a change? Before death comes. An old person that is still fasting is only killing himself faster and earlier than his time. At your age, you can still afford sleepless nights to battle challenges of life. By the time you get to 65, 70, and you are still looking at maybe you, 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 the way you look young, and you are not taking in, into cognizance your age, and you think you are still very strong, and you still stay awake all night, one day, may you not collapse, and from there pass on to eternity. And that is why at any point in time, the need to examine yourself cannot be overemphasized. Mbonimotimbo, where am I coming from? Mbonimode, where am I now? As against where I am going. How did I start the process now? Was it faulty? Was it good enough? If it was faulty, 
are there things I could still do to correct that foundation? Now, the Passion Bible, you see, I talk about Passion Bible very well. I've read most of those interpretations, but this one makes sense a lot to me. But it doesn't have plenty of Old Testament uh, interpretation, but the entire New, New Testament, Psalm, and a few other Old Testament texts. So in verse 3, Psalms 11, what can the righteous accomplish when truth's pillars are destroyed and law and order collapse? What does that suggest? You have to build on the truth. Whether business, whether marriage, academic, anything you want to do, your life, you have to ensure that you are building on what? On truth. Not on deception. You wrote work the first time, you didn't make it. You wrote the second time, you didn't make it. And then you now got somebody to write the work for you. You are building on what? When you now get to the university, you didn't know what you were to do. And you keep bribing the lecturer. You are building your academic life on what? You are in an employment. You are not doing what you ought to do to get results. But you know how to find your way with the boss. And you are getting promotion. What are you doing? Now, let me tell you the way office politics works. You are the boss. Let us say for the sake of example, I'm working under you. And then Reverend Solomon and Reverend Oludele are uh, all that stuff. I often come to you. Okay? You see that Reverend Solomon? He talks too much. The other time you were talking at the meeting, it was just shaking his head, just mumbling some things together. Let's be careful about him. Okay? I've not come to report him more. I've only come to tell you to be careful. And then tomorrow, it comes around again. You see, Reverend Oludele, we're, we're just at the restaurant together the other time. I just chipped in a little thing. I wanted to tell Simo, ha, Oga, you have made a mistake. <laughs> now, the probability is that the boss will do what? But what is he doing? Is building on what? A faulty foundation. Such a fellow can't go far. Be truthful in your marriage, in your life, academically, everywhere you find yourself. Be sincere. Be straight. Be upright. Don't play games with people. Listen to me. If you continue to dribble people and you become a Maradona 
or a mercy. It will get to a level there will not be anybody for you to dribble again. You will not begin to dribble yourself. At that time, the person has run mad. What do you have with it? If you are in business and you continue to dribble your customer and your staff, ah, you are not dribbling them, you are actually dribbling yourself. In the marriage, and you are not straight with your husband. In the marriage, and you are not straight with your wife. It is not your wife that you are dribbling, though. It is who? So, wives, relax your mind. Husband, do what? Relax your mind. And it Somebody shout hallelujah. Be truthful. That is the foundation you are laying. He now says, because of such faulty foundation that you are laying, as you continue to build, what you are building on it is going to be what? Wobbled. At the end of the day, the wobbleness of the building you are building, of the structure you are building, is it your wife that will suffer it with you? I give an example of myself. When I was a lot younger, I eat a lot of sugar. Particularly when I want to take Gary. And I believe that the day they gave birth to me, they also gave birth with Gary. You cannot separate the two of us. And I was being warned. When they, when they try, say, ah, you are getting old. Uh, uh, try and begin to eat. I say, go away. Somebody shout Hallelujah. When the blood sugar began to rise, is their own blood sugar rising? Don't rise me. The electrifying sensations that I feel, are they feeling it? Now, who is it that can no longer eat of food? Is it not me? You will now bring this one, bring this one, bring what? Can I eat them now? But what if I have taken to what they were telling me all the while? When I would think that there is life in sugar, it is not everything that is sweet that is profitable. Reverend Solomon, please tell Reverend Somebody shout hallelujah. At the end of the day, ah, when we were in Zion, those days, they used to sing one song. If you hear, we know that you hear for if you, even the one we say in this church, if you hear, you hear for and if you refuse to hear, you refuse to hear for somebody shout hallelujah. Be smart. Very good to be smart. Be sharp. Hello, church. Don't be too smart so that you don't outsmart yourself. That is how to get to the top. Be truthful. Be plain. Be straight. Be sincere. 
Let your ear be here and your neighbor be what? Nay. That settles it. That settles it. There are so many ministries in this country that have collapsed. There are so many men of God that we no longer hear their names anymore. You know why? When they were gathering, they gathered on what? Falsehood. Now, listen to me. Jesus came and began to say, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. You know what Jesus did, sir? He defined himself. John chapter 14, verse 6. I am the way, the truth. He said about himself that it is not that I said the truth. I have what? The truth. Everything that I do, I represent. I am the truth personified. That was the way Jesus started. Up to today, sir, Jesus remains who? The truth. He said, I'm the way. He didn't say, I show people the way. He said, I'm the way. He said, I'm the life. He did not say that I give people life. If you have me, you have what? Life. Is anybody listening to me? It is who you are that makes a business succeed and not just what you do or what you are. It's who you are. It's who you are. It's who you are. Some people can tell like they tell lies, so tell they have become lies. The, mo- <laughs> the moment you see them, what comes to their, your mind? <laughs> the liar has come. Now, so they talk to the extent that they become so talkative. The moment they come, what comes to your mind? This talkative. That is not his name, but that is what you have known him to be because he's a talkative. And you know, there are some people, they cannot do anything, but with their mouth, they can do everything. When we were young, when we were young back in this, and in our CNS church, we used to go and visit prophets. There was a prophet that we used to go and meet. When we say we want this, we want that, I won't tell you what we needed prophet for. But you can imagine. It got nothing to do with school, you know. <laughs> now you talk calm. No, we mean talk calm. I mean you were somebody like that too. Somebody shout hallelujah. When you go to the prophet, can you do this? I can do it. <laughs> you go there again, you say, I can do it. You know what we tagged him? I can do it. He now gave us seal. I have a friend called Babola. So we went there and then he gave us seal. You know seal? Those who have been in Wagaman Church. The seal, they use this shining shiny thread of different colors and then there is a particular paper that they use and then they put their perfume on it they tie it together like when Muslims they do something like they call tira or something like that so when the thing didn't work <laughs> and I decided to unlose it 
<laughs> See what was there? He didn't do anything special. He only wrote a psalm inside and not. And that was what the man gave us to be using. <laughs> I can't do it. It is who you are that makes a business succeed. And not necessarily what you do. Before an attempt is made at building a business, first build yourself. Make sure you are straight. Make sure you are ready to hold on to integrity. Say, I hear. Now, there are a few warnings that I will give and will round off by the grace of God. Few warnings about yourself and whatever business you desire to start. Number one, never start a business you are not equipped to run. If you ever base a business success on the knowledge of somebody else, what you are just doing is to build that business for that individual. The business can't go far. We wanted to start a paint business. And the brother who later became the managing director came to meet me and I asked him a few questions. Having worked as the general manager of a paint company which was relatively bigger and popular, he came and he told me that he could do everything. But I failed to ask him about the technicality. Are you a chemist? No. He was an accountant. So he never operated in the technical side. And in such business, there are two things that will matter most. Not just the administration. Sales and what? The technical. That is the production. If you are able to produce, then you can learn the skill of marketing. But if you are not able to produce and you are a good marketer and you go to employ somebody that is producing for you, that business will find it difficult to last. So never start a business you are not equipped for. Now, the business today, where is it? As a matter of fact, a few years ago, I just saw the way things were going. I said they should pay me off. Of course, it was at a terrible loss, but I took it I have rest of mind. Between 2007 or so, when we started, was it 2008? They are not able to, as a matter of fact, sometimes, was it 2019 or last year before COVID? We have to give them some set of cash we met there we cannot use they cannot they can use i give them the cash as a matter of fact as at the time we were taking the cash there they didn't have enough money to even pay for transportation i also still paid for the transportation why the managing director is an accountant not a chemist there is a limit to how far he can go Never start a business you are not equipped to run. There is no how far the business goes. It's like you are not a medical doctor. You went to start a hospital. You are just an administrator. 
there is a day when a major operation will need to be performed. That person will not be available. And there is nothing you can do. It's like you are not, you don't know how to drive, but you engage the services of a driver. How far can you go? <laughs> there was a time I was here engaging a, a driver. In fact, the driver said you were the one that introduced him, cheese him. Now it was it was we were going home one day. The guy can speed, and then we're using BMW S5. He can speed, and I said, cheese him. We are going home. We are not going for any meeting. Is anything <laughs> pursuing you? He said, okay, sir. And he now put it, he now began to go at about 20. <laughs> On third mainland. And I said, cheese him. <laughs> Is anything now wrong with the vehicle? <laughs> he said, was it I, the one that just told him he was speeding too much now? I said, okay, can you park? Just park. He didn't want to park. I said, I will slap you. Park. He parked. What did I do? I said, go to the uh, passenger side. I collected key. What did I do? I drove myself home. Somebody shout hallelujah. Let us assume I don't know how to drive. <laughs> so never start a business you are not what? Equipped to run. If you do that, you are actually building on a faulty foundation. When the disappointment eventually comes, it will not be spiritual attack. If you are not ready for marriage, don't go into marriage. If you are not ready to start a business, don't start a business. Continue to do your, your uh, 30 days, make one pay. But a business, you do not. In fact, the kind of life you are not ready to pursue, don't start it. Just continue. Don't allow anybody to motivate you. Just continue. Number two. John chapter 4 verse 34. Give me John chapter 4 verse 34. John chapter 4 verse 34. Jesus said unto them, My meat is to do the will of him that sent me. And to what? Finish his work. Never start a business you are not ready to do till you die. So the problems we do have is our short-term palliative means of getting money. You are looking for what to do now and then get immediate money. No! What you are ready to do. What He said his meat, his food is to do that which he was doing till he finished it. And that was what he did. So any business you know you are not ready to do till you die, don't even start it. The journey in business is a lifetime journey. So if you are not ready, don't start. If you are not ready to be married to a particular woman till you die as a man, and you must die first, don't go into marriage. There are some men, they are praying that their wife should die so that they will be free. They are devil. 
My wife will not die before me. It is a cause. It is a cause. Not necessarily because that is the way I love my wife. I love her. But I will not shed tears over my wife. My wife will not die. I will not be there. I will not be telling the children, sorry, Olomaje, I should be the one to die. She will be taking care of her children. Whatever they are doing, whether they are crying or laughing, I don't know. <laughs> Me, I've gone to rest. Somebody shout hallelujah. <laughs> so if you know that you are not going to change the marriage till you die, why start it? Remain single. I'm be committing your sin. Yo, pare. Believe in your life. Abi, is it by force? To our youth, this course you want to study in the university, can you do it and when you are out of the university and you begin to work with it, are you ready to do it till you die? So that should inform the kind, you know, there are some professions, they are core professionals. Core, they, as a matter of fact, the longer you stay in such profession, the better you become. For example, law. Law is one profession that you see old people, people using stick. Look at Timmy. Timmy, the law. The man at age 80, over 80, he was still going to the court. Because again, the judge had not even secured admission to the university when those people had become a son. And then mercy. You will see some doctors, they are old. They have, they have become professor of whatever, whatever. They have become consultants. Till they die. Your store broken business. It is a business you can do till you die. It's not even like accounting. In accounting, you are still at an old age looking for some people to come and... But in stockbroking, at a time, you don't want to even manage anybody's account anymore. You can even retire, go to your village and be managing your own account. Like engineering too. Like architecture. Our professor Aradion, if I'm not mistaken, our professor Aradion should be more than 90. He has become a consultant. He might not have the strength again to do any, any drawing. But those that are just coming will go and consult. Why? He has the skill. So, but when you go to university to study literature, Maybe that one is good too because if you die, you will still be writing books. <laughs> like Professor Wale Shoinka. Right? Number three, John chapter 9, verse 4. I must watch the words of him that what sent me. While it is the night comment, when no man can do what? Starting a business at night. 
I need to warn. Never start a business you no longer have the physical strength and ability to do what? To run. I'll give you an example now. If you take your me out of my life today, and you take Wally out of my life today, my media business will shut down. That's the gospel truth. Because they are still within the age bracket, when company will release results, and they will be sitting, Wally will be looking, any impact share. Be ratio. Any it's boring. So if you take them out of my media business, the media business shut down. Shut down. Totally. Why? I have outgrown that level. Back in days, only me can do it. But these days, my brain will not even cash. You now begin to know percentage change in turnover, in profit after tax. Between 2020 and 2021, what's my business with that? Of course, it has to do with money. But there was the time that only me, I can sit for 24 hours. No exaggeration. I will only go look for something to eat even if there was no food or go to the toilet and return. Only me, I was single-handedly doing Stocks Watch magazine. I was the editor. I was the writer. I was the graphic designer. I was, I was, I was, I was the marketer. I was the vendor. Can I do that now? Never start a business you no longer have the physical ability to run. Maybe because of age or because of health issue. You can start a business at old age, Joe. But be sure it is still such a business that you are strong enough to manage. Number four, don't start a business because you are hungry. The business might be able to feed you, but nothing more. Never start a business you are not ready to commit the entirety of your life to. Just was talking about the kingdom of God. He said it is likened to somebody that has found a pearl of great value on a land. What did he do? He goes to sell every other thing. And what did he do? To buy it. Any business you are not ready to commit the entirety of your life to. Don't bother to start it. The entirety. The entirety. The entirety. The, enti- the totality of your life to. Don't do it. That is why it's a fault. You, see, you start a business and then the business, you quit. In the process of you quitting, your age is increasing. Your strength is diminishing. The time, energy, and everything you committed to that business, what happens to it? So, and when you quit, you are going to restart again. And restarting every business is always very what? Difficult. That's how not to start a business. 
you will succeed. Lift your hands to the heavens. Holy Ghost, inspire me. Inspire me. Inspire me to start an unfailing adventure in life. Unfailing adventure. Inspire me. Inspire me.